You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of the Weekly Business Hour. I'm Rick Schisler, your host. I'm the founder of OneBestConsult.com and a member of the Silver Fox Advisors, and I appreciate you taking time to join us today on the show. Uh, OneBestConsult.com, that's a new business that I formed earlier this year. It's all about common sense experience. That's what I hope I bring to the table as opposed to a lot of folks out there that do advising, mentoring, and coaching. I have over 40 years of working in small business, growing up in a family business, and I try to use all that experience in the common sense mentoring and advising that I do with my small business clients. I encourage you when you have a chance, go to one, that's the number one bestconsult.com. Also want to thank our sponsor, our show sponsor, Allegra, A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com. These are the folks that I talk about all the time, both on the air and off the air, that provide HR consulting at AllegraHR.com. Everyone has issues and needs for HR if you have one or more employees. In fact, I was in a conversation the other night at a networking event with a fairly new business, and they were having trouble with their hiring process. They had lots of applicants, but they weren't screening them. They were taking a lot of time or as the the owner of the business said, wasting a lot of time. Half the people didn't show up for their interviews when they were scheduled. And I encouraged them to reach out to Allegra.com or AllegraHR.com, excuse me, and seek some advice. Get a process in place for hiring. These folks have been there, they've done it, and they can make it a lot easier for you and your business, AllegraHR.com. I want to remind you as we start the show that we're on Facebook. Uh, I would encourage you and appreciate if you go to Facebook and like the Weekly Business Hour page on Facebook. Just go there, click on it, like it, and you'll get all kinds of information as the shows progress, what we have coming up, what's going on in the business world. Go to Facebook, like us at the Weekly Business Hour. Well, today I think we've got sort of a unique show uh, for you, and I think it's going to be a great show. We have special guest Ashley Easterwood, who's a marketing and technical communication specialist. Well, that's a mouthful, Ashley. Uh, she's also the owner of Springwood Marketing, and we're going to be talking uh, to her. She was on the show back in October of 2017, get an update on her business, and also talking to her about the digital world. You know, it's such an exploding area, and I think an extremely important area for marketing for every business out there. So I hope you'll listen to our interview and discussions with Ashley. Later on in the show, joining us or rejoining us in the expert corner, we have Adam Looney, attorney at law. Adam and I are going to talk about how to set up your business entity. Recently, there's been quite a bit of press about some businesses changing their form, going from a sole proprietor perhaps to an LLC, but more importantly, with some tax law changes, going from partnership into a corporation, which is a tremendous reversal of history that's taken place over the last decades. The other thing that I'm going to do at the end of the show, I'm going to talk to you. Uh, My topic in my One Best Consult tip of the week is how to get useful business advice quick and easy. Of course, this assumes you're looking for advice, but I know some ways you can get it quick and easy when you've got a question, a challenge, or what you might think is an immediate problem. There's a place and a way to get that answer, perhaps, to that problem very quick and easy. So 
So I encourage you at this point, sit back, grab your pad and pencil, and get ready to take notes as we talk about business here on the Weekly Business Hour. And you know, as you're taking those notes, if you have a question or comment about the show, a question about something one of our folks uh, that is a guest during the station has talked about anything, even an issue in your own business, I would encourage you to email it to me. During the show, Rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. Anytime, just send your questions our way, comments. Or if you feel compelled after the show, feel free to call me, direct, 832-699-2132. Well, we've got a number of business events coming up here in the area, and I want to talk on those just a minute for my local listeners here in Montgomery County. Uh, Tomorrow, right here on IRLoneStar.com, Lone Star Community Radio, uh, Dr. Carlos Sanchez uh, will have the Hispanic Business Hour program. It's at 2 o'clock tomorrow, Tuesday, sponsored by the ML Insurance Agency, a group of great folks. It's got a special guest, and that's why I want to talk about it today, Dr. Rebecca Riley. Rebecca is the president of Lone Star College Montgomery. It's a great educational institution. We're really blessed to have that institution here in Montgomery County. She's going to share some new things that's going on at the college, a great opportunity for business people, people that uh, have children that are going on to college. They have a lot of educational opportunities at Lone Star. So I encourage you to check in tomorrow at Lone Star Community Radio, 2 o'clock. Join Dr. Carlos Sanchez and Dr. Rebecca Riley to talk about educational opportunities. Another special event coming up on Thursday this week on the 24th. This is geared more to your children, but it's an important thing. Children's Books on Wheels uh, has partnered with Developing Future Scholars. They're hosting an event at the Sleepy Hollow Multipurpose Room in Tamia. That's at 9845 Sleepy Hollow here in the Conroe area. And this event, they're going to talk about preparing your child for college as far as getting loans, where to get money, all the things that have to go in uh, to getting your child out the door to college and having enough money available to them. There's a lot of pitfalls out there. We've heard the stories, the horror stories about student loans, but there are a lot of other uh, resources that are available to me a lot safer and make a lot more sense. So this is valuable information for students, grandparents, and parents. And if you need more information, reach out to a good friend of ours, Rita Wiltz. Uh, She's the head of Children's Books on Wheels. You can reach her at 281-844-7596. And last but not least, our own local chamber, the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, is having one of its best events, I think, of the whole year coming up on June 7th. Uh, That event is Taste Fest. This is where all the businesses in the area that related to food gather and offer free samples. Uh, It's a huge event, great opportunity to network. You can buy extra tickets. They're only $15 prior to the event. Take Take your employees, take people who serve you, your vendors, and even customers. It's a great laid-back atmosphere, not overly crowded, but it's a lot of fun. That's 5 to 8, June 7th at the Lone Star Convention Center. And if you need more information, simply go to the Chamber's website at conroe.org. Well, that's a wrap-up on our community events that are going on currently. And, you know, we all have opportunities right in front of us. But so often we're either blinded or we don't take the time to look right in front of us. So I encourage you to do that. Take advantage of those opportunities that have come your way. And don't forget that the weekly business hour is where Montgomery County, in fact, I have discovered over the last few years, people from all over the world come to talk about business. I appreciate you doing that. We appreciate your emails and conversation. You can get 
the latest business news, ideas to improve your business, and hear from some great local business leaders on how they have found success right here in Montgomery County. And don't forget, if you miss part of the show or you want to re-listen to the show, we put a podcast up on Wednesdays following the show. All you need to do is go to YouTube, look up the weekly Business Hour channel, and it's right there. Shows are kept in the inventory there for up to two years. You can look back. We've got a lot of great topics, wonderful guests. So I encourage you, take a look YouTube at the weekly Business Hour channel to listen to a podcast or pass it on to someone else. Well, now we're to the, what I call the heart of the show, and that's talking to our business guests. And as I mentioned earlier, we're blessed to have Ashley Easterwood, marketing and technical communication specialist. There's that mouthful again, and owner of Springwood Marketing. Ashley, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, you you've got a great skill. Uh, I, for full disclosure, I use Ashley in my business, One Best Consult. She's helped us uh, build our website and build our digital presence. So I, I absolutely know she knows what she's talking about. Well, Ashley, you were here in October of 2017. Kind of give us an update. You've had a lot of growth in your business. Tell us what's been going on since October. Um, when I was here in October, actually, we were just moving into our new office in the Woodlands, and we were looking to hire someone to join me in that office. Um, since then, we've hired an intern who's become a full-time employee, and we've actually just hired a second intern, and she started today in the office. So she's a technical writer, and then we also have Hannah in the office who writes for us and um, helps with our SEO and um graphics, things like that. We are a full-service marketing company, so we all wear many hats. Well, that's exciting. You've gone from no employees to two employees. That's tremendous growth in the meantime. What in, is, as you've evolved over the last six, eight months, I mean, marketing is, to me, the, probably the number one topic that business people want to talk about, especially small business people. What are you doing currently that might be different than you were doing the last time you were with us as far as your own marketing? the marketing of your business? Um, we're doing a lot of digital marketing, obviously. Um, Facebook, social media, not just Facebook, but different types of social media. We've done a few more ads on Google AdWords, things like that. The biggest part of digital marketing is exposure. And that's exposure online, but then also getting out there in the community as well. They kind of work together. So you I always say you can't have one without the other. It's a combination. So we're out networking now that I have other employees that allows us to be out there in the public more. And then also we're always researching different things that other companies are doing. And it's allowed me to have more time to really hone in on what sets us apart. So when you're starting a company, a lot of times you think about, well, what are the other people who are successful doing? And it's important to do that research and figure out what they're doing well. But once you've done that, you also need to think about what sets you apart. So you're not just duplicating what everyone else is doing. You need to let people know why they should hire you. Well, share with us what sets your company apart. I mean, there's lots of people popping up. We talked about before the show, virtual digital marketing, mm -hmm. which means they can be anywhere in the world and they say, hey, we can do this for you. It used to be SEO. Now it's digital marketing. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's just an extension, but what do you do to set yourself apart? So I think what really sets us apart is that my history is in technical writing, um, as you know from my very long title. So 
right now, SEO really revolves around content creation. So we write articles and we develop the content specifically for our clients. Most marketing companies don't have in-house technical writers. And so that really sets us apart. And that's why Haley, who just joined us, comes in with a journalism degree and she's just writing content for us. So we've gone from this era of we have a website and that's all we need to, we need to be blogging on a regular basis. And again, having the writers in-house, not having to outsource has really set us apart. Well, that's very interesting. You know, it's it's amazing. We're, we've already run through the first quarter hour. I mean, we've gotten through it. Folks, I encourage you to stay with us. We're going to take a short break because we're going to come back and we're going to really do a deep dive. I asked Ashley to kind of prepare some key points about what digital marketing is about. We're going to talk about it because, again, I think it's critical for any particularly small business as well as large to understand what digital marketing is and to have some kind of program in place. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with you. resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hey, Montgomery County, it's me, C.C. Holmes. And I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m. where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, and indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me. That's right, jazzy. (laughs) Right here, of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106. 6.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and I'm Rick Schistler, your host, the founder of One Best Consult and a Silver Fox Advisor. And I appreciate again you listening to the program today. Uh, Don't forget that if you have a question, I encourage you about the program, a comment, or if you have a question about your business, those are the ones I really kind of enjoy. I'll do my best to give you a short, sweet observation on your business question, on your own business, but send them to me, rick at irlonestar.com. Well, let's get back into the discussion. I promised you a deep dive, so to speak, uh, with Ashley Easterwood, who is the marketing technical communication specialist and owner of Springwood Marketing. Ashley, let's just start off with the big picture. What exactly is digital marketing? So digital marketing is just all the different things that we do to develop our online presence. In today's age, if someone hears about a company, they Google it on their phone. And you always want to ensure that your company is being found, preferably on the first page, but that does take time to develop. So 
we use a lot of different resources to develop that online presence for digital marketing. You know, one of the things people, probably the most prominent thing that I see out there is, is what you just generally described, SEO. That's been the conversation for a long time. I know there are other components of digital marketing, but let's talk about SEO. I mean, what are the critical things for a business person to really kind of understand uh, whether they're going to try to do it themselves or they're going to engage somebody? What are some of the keys to really doing a good job at SEO? Well, a lot of people think I have a website and I have to always remind them that that's not enough. Um, It used to be enough a few years ago, but there's so many people online right now fighting for that top spot that you really have to stay on top of your SEO. And so what that means is you're always adding content to your website. You have to always update it. And that's weekly, sometimes multiple times a week, you're adding articles and content, which is where our technical writers come into play. We research whatever industry our client is in, and we write articles for their audience. You have to know your audience to know how to write those articles, the tone, the content, all of those different things that people are actually going to care to go to the website and read. Um, And there's other things that go into the articles. You don't just write a an article about a topic that you enjoy, you have to write for Google and you have to write for humans. Um, We have a checklist that we go through for everything that we publish. So one minimum criteria is that the article be at least 300 words. And then we also pick a a topic or a keyword that we're writing that article about. And that word needs to appear a certain amount of times. And that helps move your website up on Google based on that keyword. Another thing I've seen lately is, and just like anything, there's my dad always taught me it's like a pendulum. It goes to the left, to the right, rarely stops in the middle for balance. Well, SEO got where people would write articles or blogs, whatever, and it would have so many keywords in it that it didn't make sense to the reader as a piece of information. That's been a problem, hadn't it? Yes, and Google is always paying attention to what people are doing to try to trick Google. So they're always changing their algorithms. And that's one thing that we try to stay up to date on. The average person isn't reading about Google's algorithms, but a marketing company is. And so we can make changes to the way that we're writing so that your website continues to move up in Google's rankings. Social media pages. That's mm-hmm. another aspect. In fact, I think it's probably gaining gained in importance over the past few years as far as a total digital marketing program. Talk to us a little bit about the social media pages. So some people have personal opinions about social media. People love it. People don't like certain platforms. But what I always encourage them to do is think about what's the most beneficial platform for your business, not your personal opinion of that platform. Facebook, for example, has a billion users. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Someone who works in that industry is probably on Facebook. So I always encourage people to use that platform. Um, It's also important to know that a platform like LinkedIn is for B2B. So depending on what you're trying to market, you may want to have a LinkedIn profile. Um, Typically, I recommend that people have four platforms because the most time-consuming part of digital marketing is developing the content, making the graphics, finding the images, and writing the content. So if you take all the time to develop that content, you want people to see it. Digital marketing is about exposure. So don't limit yourself to one social media platform that you just happen to like. Put it out there on three or four every single time. 
that way you're getting more bang for your buck or the time that you put into it. You know, that's one of the things I've tried to to work and teach my clients as well, and you alluded to it there, is when you put a piece of content together, look for all the opportunities to publish it. Just don't focus on one place like my blog. Might have to adjust it a little bit, but content they always say is king, but there's a lot of places available to publish that content in there. Absolutely. And it really depends on what you're trying to market, the platforms that you choose. So that's always important. One of the things that gets a bad shift sometimes is, or bad reputation, is paid advertising. Mm -hmm. I know Google AdWords, boy, controversial, run up a big bill, didn't see anything. Uh, You know, and I've actually had that experience in my career, tried to manage with the help of my assistant years ago, a Google ad campaign that I just failed completely. Talk to us a little bit about paid digital advertising and kind of how should we handle it? Well, we always include a paid advertising element in our packages for every client, regardless of the industry. And what it does, it it just allows you to focus in on the particular client that you're trying to get. Now, that means you have to do some strategic planning before you actually run the ad. Don't just go out there and set up an ad campaign and throw away $50 on something that you don't know who you're targeting. You must know your audience. So... Facebook, as we've seen in commercials and other places in the news right now, they're very specific on what they allow you to target. And it's not a secret. People are posting that information willingly on their profile, but that's how advertisers can target who they want to see their ads. So you can target someone based on where they live or their interests, a lot of different things. And I think it's very important to have paid advertising in your campaign. You just need to know who you're trying to target. And I think you're, you're right on point. And, and it kind of brings me to the conclusion after listening to this discussion today that having someone like you, a marketing firm, someone to stay on top of the changes, uh, to efficiently spend the money if we're doing paid stuff, particularly paid advertising, but also in the writing you mentioned because of the changes that I feel are pretty constant Google and other places as far as what works, what doesn't work, what words, what this, an individual on their own trying to run a business as a day job and then at night, and I've known people who do this, spend several hours every night, or they'll get a spouse to to work with them, you know, the spouse is at home or whatever, and, and do some things with some success, particularly with Facebook and whatnot, doing postings, whatnot. But talk to us directly, if you would, about the real benefit of having a professional marketing company handle this part of your business? Well, there's a few different things that marketing companies allow you to do. Uh, First of all, we consult with you. We sit down with our clients, typically on a monthly basis, and we review what we're doing, what their clients are doing, who they're trying to target. So sometimes if you're trying to manage these things on your own, you get caught up in the business itself and you're not paying attention to your marketing strategy. And so by meeting with our clients monthly, we're on top of that and we're asking the questions to get answers that allow us to focus our strategy. Um, Another thing that we provide is consistency. So many times people say, I'm on Facebook so I can post for my business. But the first person to sacrifice when posting to Facebook is yourself. So when you get caught up in the day-to-days of your business, then you stop posting on all your social media platforms. So we also provide consistency 
in your marketing? And the professionalism is something that I think is important because, you know, you mentioned a business person can go out and post, their spouse or friend can post, but the professionalism, uh, when you go through Facebook, at least in my experiences, or LinkedIn or whatnot, you can tell somebody really put an effort into something. There's a certain level of professionalism, which someone like me, it attracts me to do business with them as opposed to maybe someone else. Uh, that's a critical thing, isn't it? Absolutely. So you have to find balance with your posting. Sometimes people do want to see the candid photos on Instagram and just things that were happening. Maybe you were at an event and you took a picture with your team and that's great, but your regular postings need to be professional. They need to be grammatically correct and very specific with what you're trying to do with your business. And we develop that type of content for our clients. Well, we've talked about a lot of aspects of digital advertising, digital marketing, all the great opportunities that are out there to us as individuals, but particularly with working with professional firms like you. Just give us a general idea from your perspective and your experience, your company. What does it cost to get a presence on the web and, and generate prospects through the web and all the digital social media and everything that goes with it? Well, it really depends on the industry and who you're trying to target. We set up plans that start around $350 a month, and the possibilities are pretty endless depending on how often you want to post. Obviously, if it's a company who we're developing content for just once or twice a month, it's not going to cost that much. Um, for most people, we recommend doing a lot more than that, but oil and gas in particular, who we have a lot of clients in that industry, they don't need to post multiple times a day. So it depends on your industry and what you're trying to do with your marketing at that time. You know, I know that firsthand because some industries extremely competitive in the digital realm as opposed maybe to some other and to get kind of nudge your way into, into line and get some recognition is a real challenge. Absolutely. Well, as we wind down today, uh, not only do I want to say thank you to you, but share with us uh, in the next, uh, we've got about 30 seconds left, what changes do you see in the work you do and in your industry over the next three to five years? Well, as we know from a lot of businesses that are highly successful right now, Amazon, Uber, everything is going online. So it's just going to be more and more, more and more competitive, regardless of the industry that people are in. So I do encourage that they at least sit down with a marketing professional and see what their options are, regardless of if they're going to um, take that on today or maybe six months from now. It's something that they need to evaluate. Yeah, well, I wholeheartedly agree with that because it's getting more difficult to do it yourself and continue to be effective. Ashley, if someone wants to talk to you about that or something they heard today, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? The best option is to just give us a call at our office. The number is 832-663-9195. You can also visit our website. It's www.springwoodmarketing.com. Well, again, Ashley Easterwood, thank you for bringing all that expertise, marketing and technical communication specialist and the owner of Springwood Marketing. Thank you again for joining us today and sharing that information. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break. And when we come back, we've got Adam Looney joining us. Adam's attorney at law. He's one of our experts. He'll join us in the expert corner to talk about choice of entity. Very important decision, not only when you start a business, but sometimes as you mature, you might want to change. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you.
resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR Advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, your host, founder of OneBestConsult.com and a Silver Fox advisor. We're to that part of the show, the Expert Corner. Hopefully, we'll provide you with information, a little bit of expertise that might help you improve your business. But before we get to our special guest, Adam Looney, I want to thank, again, our show sponsor, AllegraHR.com. That's A-L-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com. Everybody who has one or two or five or 10, uh, Ashley Easterwood, who just joined us, she mentioned in our discussion, she added her second employee. She's to the point that she might need a little HR advice. And I encourage you, AllegraHR.com. They provide virtual advice. They have people all over the world to serve you if you have offices in different states, different countries, uh, but they serve us right here in the Montgomery County area just as well from their home office. So reach out to these people. They have all kinds of programs available. They work with the smallest to the largest of businesses that are out there, making sure your HR, your human resources are tip top and do the best they can for you and your business. AllegraHR.com, thank you for sponsoring the Weekly Business Hour. Well, as I mentioned earlier, we have Adam Looney, attorney at law. He's one of the experts that we call him from time to time. Join us today talking about entity selection. Good morning, Adam. How are you? Well, I appreciate the opportunity to bring your expertise to the show uh, to talk a little bit about uh, choice of entity. Uh, usually that's discussed when people start a business, but most recently, uh, I guess with the tax law change, there are people re-looking, and I've been in a situation long ago before any tax law that I actually changed an entity uh, because the business had changed and some other issues that came up. So choice of entity, entity selection really is something we need to always be aware of in our businesses. Uh, first question out of the box, first topic, what are the issues a business person should consider when choosing their entity? Well, I think the most important issues that you're, you're looking at are, are number one, um, liability protection. Uh, that, that can be the, the, uh, the primary purpose most of the time of having a corporate entity is protecting yourself from outside liability. So that's one thing that you want to look at. Uh, the second thing is uh, what's the nature of your business uh, and how large is it going to be? Is it just you? Do you have partners? Are you expecting to have shareholders? Um, because that answer to that question is really going to determine 
um, you know, what kind of entity you're going to need. And three, I think looking forward to uh, the issues of taxation, which is something that is has been affected most recently by the the uh, the new tax laws that have come into effect. So I think you know, liability um, structure in terms of you know who's going to be owning and managing the business and taxation are, are the three main issues that you want to look at when you're deciding what kind of entity is best for your business. Let's talk about liability. That's the one in my lifetime uh, that I always heard about or we talked about when we formed a new business. But in, when I work with clients over the last almost 15 years, uh, that liability seems to be the, the number one thing people, that's the first thing they want to talk about is protection from, you know, the unknown of being sued because somebody did, you know, slip and fall all the way up to the, the business, uh, whatever goods or services they provided didn't perform. Uh, what do you tell people about liability? I mean, how much of a part of this decision does that liability issue really need to be? Well, I mean, I think it's, it's, as I said, it's a very important part of the discussion. Now, depending on the type of business you have can, can gauge how important it is. Because one thing that a corporation can't do is shield, generally, is shield you from liability from your own uh, negligence. So if you do something, if you hurt someone on accident, if you personally do something, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of entity you have, you, you're still potentially going to be liable for that. Now, where it becomes important is if you have employees or if you have, uh, you're going to be entering into contracts with other businesses or your business owns property. Like for instance, you mentioned slip and falls. If you're going to need uh, to, to protect if you're renting property, if you have a, 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 uh, a location where people come, um, whether invited in, whether they're customers or contractors or whatever it is where they may be injured, you know, those are the kinds of areas. And if, if your business is going to involve any of those things that you really want to have some kind of liability shield in place so that you don't just have unlimited liability to, to, for, for whether it's torts, injuries, or contracts. Well, you know, what I think I hear you saying, and I happen to be part of a, of a situation early in my uh, consulting uh, advising career where you really need to have a good discussion, a, what I call a business discussion, with your counselor, with your attorney about what you see your business doing, you know, today, next week, next year, maybe five or 10 years down the road. What kind of business am I going to be in? What am I going to do? Uh, that may seem obvious to a lot of people. You know, I'm going to open a store. I'm going to, you know, sell clothes or something. But what is, you know, a back and forth, like we discussed, slip and fall. There's a lot of issues that potentially those need to be put out on the table and thought through, uh, wouldn't you say, as far as being straightforward with your counselor and really having a heart-to-heart -heart about your business and where you see that business going. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because, for instance, if you're, if you're starting an accounting business and it's just going to be you, um, you know, there's not a lot of liability other than potentially uh, making mistakes on filing someone tax, on someone's taxes that you could be liable for. So, you know, a liability shield or a corporate entity in that situation, you know, may not be necessary. You might be fine operating as what's called a sole proprietor, which means you don't have an entity. You're just operating as yourself. But if you're running a storefront and you have contracts with suppliers and you have customers coming in, you could slip and fall, be injured. I mean, in that situation, you, you definitely 
uh, you definitely need to have some kind of liability protection in place because those are things that you can shield yourself from. Let's talk about taxation for a minute. I mean, uh, there's been a new tax law. That's what I read caused some businesses to, to even consider moving from a partnership to corporate entity because the corporate tax rate has gotten so low and, and, you know, there's all kinds of things out there. Do you recommend in general that people, when they're choosing an entity, even typically when they start a business, that they need to engage with a professional uh, certified public accountant or somebody that really understands the tax aspect as well as an attorney to discuss all the pros and cons, ups and downs of what entity they want to have? Almost invariably, yes. I think that there are small, you know, once again, if you're talking about a very small, uh, small business where uh, you don't expect there to be a, um, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of money coming in. Uh, I think that most attorneys can make that decision, you know, help, help you make that decision in terms of whether or not you need to go into more in-depth ta- tax planning, but especially in light of the new tax laws, uh, I think it, more than ever having both involved in almost every situation is going to be important because, um, you know, once again, we have, we have had the, the cut on the, in the corporate tax rate was part of the, the tax reform. Um, and that, that is, as you mentioned, causing some people to look at whether, um, you know, incorporating and electing corporate taxation might be, might be valuable. Um, you know, cause on the other hand, there was also a, uh, there was also a kind of similar cut to pass-through entities like partnerships or um, limited liability company, companies that elect S-corp taxation, S-corporations. However, that reduction is set to sunset in, uh, I believe, 10 years. So uh, you're, you're not only having going to be looking at the next five years, but maybe the next 10 years in terms of what kind of uh, tax Playing is going to be most beneficial for your entity. And unfortunately, although the tax law was designed to, to simplify things, and, and it does in some areas, in this area, there's still a lot unsettled as to how the IRS is going to look at some of these different new options when it comes to, to corporate taxation. You know, you make a real good point there, and I know it's not necessarily a legal question, but it's something that I feel is very important people understand, uh, is they may see something out there, uh, read something, hear something, but a lot of times these laws get passed, particularly in the area of tax, uh, and it takes six, 12 months, sometimes longer even, for the Internal Revenue to issue their regulations and whatnot, exactly how that law is going to be applied. So it's, it's again, I think it's a, it, it, to me, tells me I need a professional, an attorney, and a certified public accountant, somebody can guide me so I don't jump to conclusions yeah. too quickly. Yeah. That, that's exactly right. I mean, I think, you know, if you're concerned in this area at all, and, and it really does affect just about everyone, um, it's a good time to, to, to look at how you want to, or how you need to be setting up your business to take advantage of the tax, the new tax law to the best that you can. Um, it, it's not going to be available for everyone. For some people, not much is going to change other than, you know, again, for instance, sole proprietors, um, uh, a lot of them aren't going to see any changes other than the changes that kind of are affecting the rest of the code. But for uh, LLCs that have elected S Corp uh, taxation or partnerships, I mean, those are entities especially that may want to relook at how they structured their uh, look at incorporating. Or if you're an LLC, you don't have to necessarily incorporate, but you can change your taxation election from being taxed as an S Corp, as a pass through entity 
to a C corporation. But again, this is something that, that, that goes beyond my bailiwick into a tax professional. Well, I, I understand that. And again, fully appreciate that. And I always encourage clients. And if they you listen to the show, get good professionals. And that includes an attorney, includes a CPA in your business and have them as advisors, not people that just solve problems. The last thing I'd like to touch on and kind of back up. So sole proprietorships, I mean, a vast majority of businesses in this country are currently sole proprietors. Uh, I think probably the major reason is when I start up, I don't have a lot of expense, maybe obtain a DBA, you know, that kind of thing, $10, $20 at the courthouse if I do it right. Uh, but at some point, that sole proprietorship, uh, I need to reconsider that entity because of liability, tax, whatnot. What do you advise people to do? I mean, to keep track of this, I build a business. Maybe it is a simple thousand square foot storefront, but all of a sudden I'm doing two, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars in business. Uh, I've got a lot at risk. What do you advise people to do or to to look at or be aware when to look at the possibility of moving to an entity that would better serve them? Well, I mean, I think one of those, the answer to that question, <laughs> you, I hear you say that and I say, well, as soon as possible. Um, again, I, the, those upfront costs can be, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, to, to hire an attorney to help you go through things, filing fees involved, it can be, it, it can be significant. But if you're at the point where you've met, you've moved past startup and, you know, you have now a going concern, um, you know, and you are, uh, you're making money and you start to have some of these questions, I think it's important to as soon as possible to get in, you know, to talk to someone. If you're talking about, you know, entity creation, to at least talk to an attorney about, you know, what what the best option is. I mean, there and and the nature of your business can really drive, you know, what the best thing is. I mean, there's there's uh, you know, I think right now uh, still, and I think this won't change with the tax uh, reg, reg, regulations. I think it's only strengthened. I mean, the big thing is, is limited liability corporations because they are, or LLCs, because they are just maximally um, flexible. You can make them do almost whatever you want. You can elect S corp taxation. You can elect C corp taxation. You can have different kinds of shareholders. You can be almost as creative as you want. And, more recently, we have something called series uh, LLCs, which allow you to, uh, under one filing, create multiple different companies that are all shielded from each other. So, I mean, that's a vehicle that I think everyone should look at, and especially as soon as you start having um, some success in your business, once you move beyond, if you're renting properties, if you move beyond one rental property, I mean, just it, you want to talk to an attorney about getting some getting some entity planning in place. Well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. You've given some sound general advice today. And if people want to reach out to you and talk a little bit more specific about their situation, what's the best way for them to contact you? Well, you can uh, contact me through my website, which is uh, com, or you can uh, email me directly at adam at com. Well, again, thank you, Adam, so much for your advice. As always, you bring a sense of business to your advice, not just straight-up legal advice, and I always appreciate that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our final break of the day, and when we come back, as promised at the beginning of the show, I'm going to give you my perspective on how to get useful business advice quick and easy. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. 
resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schistler, your host, the founder of OneBestConsult.com and a Silver Fox Advisor. Thank you again for joining us today. We're in our last segment, and that's where I try to give you an original piece of my mind, so to speak. Uh, some common sense experience, along with hopefully some advice that you can use right today in your business. The title of my piece today is How to Get Useful Business Advice Quick and Easy. Uh, I published a blog on this Friday. If you want to take a look at it, simply go to our website at one, that's the number one, bestconsult.com, and you can read the entire blog. The idea here is that if you're willing to get advice, uh, and I have to start with that, because some folks just don't want advice, that's okay. Uh, they can turn the radio off right now if they'd like. But if you're looking to get advice, a lot of times you will engage someone like myself uh, as a business advisor, in my case, mentor. There are people out there that are in the coaching business, a lot of different titles uh, in business, and you can set up a regular program, uh, weekly, bi-monthly visits, whatever it might be. Uh, typically have access on the phone if and when. I think, though, that there's a new model in town, and it's one that uh, I'm putting to work for myself. Uh, in fact, through my website, onebestconsult.com, uh, the formal meetings are great. You build wonderful relationships with people, but the idea that if I can provide or make myself available and my common sense experience business advice available virtually, then that puts me right in the middle of your business, just outside your door, anytime you need me. You can reach out to me. Yes, we can have scheduled meetings, but it allows me to deliver information, the information hopefully you are looking for specifically, because every business, let's face it, is looking for different types of information. Categories, a lot of, of, of them are the same, but every business is different. I deeply believe that. I can't go to a notebook or a book and open to page 93 and say, hey, this will work for your business. I need to understand your business. I need to be available. I need to be just outside your door at the office, available. You pick up your phone, you go to your computer, you go to your uh, cell phone, whatever it might be. You drop me a text, you drop me an email, you call me, and if I'm available at that time, I talk to you. If not, as soon thereafter, I get back to you. Now, I'm not about eliminating uh, the regular meetings, the weekly meetings that I've done for almost 15 years now in my practice. They're great opportunities to stay in touch, 
and they're really great opportunities to keep people accountable. But I think it's really important and a great opportunity and a better value for my clients to have this access to me. It creates a different kind of attitude and atmosphere, and I hope to help my clients even be more successful. So you need useful business information. You need it quick and easy. Then you pick up the phone. You pick up your uh, cell phone. You pick up your, uh, you go to your computer, you click, and you say, hey, I need help on this issue, or I've been thinking about this. Then we still have our regular meetings where we sit down with a pre-planned agenda. We have accountability on your part that you've done some things that we've agreed you would do. All of this geared, of course, to move your business forward. Let's face it, we're in a very diverse, ever-changing business environment, and I think it's important, particularly in the word of advice, in the world of advice, that I am able to serve my clients wherever and whenever they need me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us today. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed the program. I hope you will put on your calendar to join us again next Monday right here on IRLoneStar.com or FM 104.5 or 106.1 on Conroe City Radio or all the other avenues that you can listen. Now, Facebook Live. We're going to be back to you. And remember, you too could sponsor the Weekly Business Hour. Just reach out and contact me and let me know you'd like to do it, and I'll drop you some quick details. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my main encouragement every day in my business career and my business advising is, until next week, stay engaged and keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.